Let's move on to uh, today's press review. We're going to talk uh, now about new proposed legislation that's set to be unveiled in the UK tomorrow, which, if passed, is going to see migrants that arrived into the country by small boats deported and banned from coming back in. Leo McGuinn's uh, joining us. He's got more on it. Leo. Yeah, the big news this morning in the UK and the UK papers, as you say, Stuart, this proposed legislation that would see migrants that cross the channel via boat. They would be banned from the country. They would be sent to another third country, such as Rwanda, uh, and unable to apply for British citizenship in the future. We'll look at the Daily Express. They lead with this. They say that this new policy, this new legislation, if pushed through by Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, could actually turn the polls in favour of the Conservatives by the time the next general election comes around. The illegal migration bill, as it's called, is set to be unveiled tomorrow. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak actually spoke exclusively to the Daily Mail, who also have it, of course, on their front page. He was quoted as saying, by the mail, if you come here illegally, you will not be able to stay. As it stands, asylum seekers coming into the UK have the right to seek protection. But according to the mail, there is a clause that will allow said, um, said conventions to be circumvented. If the legislation is put into place, those arriving on small boats will be sent to another country, such as Rwanda, as soon as reasonably practical and banned from returning permanently. Yeah, you've already found, though, haven't you, Leo, that not everyone in the Conservative Party is a fan of this proposed new legislation. Well, this is according to The Independent. They say completely differently... According to some senior Tories, Sunak's vow to end the small boats crossing, it's doomed to fail. They believe that the legislation could end up backfiring on the PM. They think that Sunak has overpromised when it comes to this. If he's forced to break the pledge, that could be the seal in the coffin, the nail in the coffin for the Conservatives when it comes to that next election. It's important to note as well that legislation will not be easy to pass. And some say that there will be a political battle over the new laws and that it might not even be implemented by the next time, by the time the next general election comes around, which is predicted to be late 2024. Let's switch to here in France now. The country is uh, bracing for another day of national strikes tomorrow. Over a million people expected to take to the streets to protest government plans to raise the uh, retirement age. Leo, how's the French um, press reporting on it? Massive strikes planned once more here in France, Stuart, of course, against those reforms that plan to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64. Over a million people expected to take to the streets. It's, of course, all over the French press this morning. This is Aujourd'hui en France, who predict a dure semaine en vue, they say, a tough week ahead for everyone. Um, all eight of France's major unions are calling for action. Uh, and if we look at Libération, which is a more left-leaning paper, they have President Emmanuel Macron on the front page. They say he's not even looking at these protests. He's already looking ahead to the reaction and what effect it will have on his government and their plans at the reforms. We'll have a look at l'humanité. Um, they have this striking cartoon on the front. They've actually, they've actually taken a poll themselves and they say 65% of people fundamentally, fundamentally disagree with these reforms and support the strikes and are willing to strike. Um, but many of those in minority, the 35% that don't disagree, La Croix, a Catholic paper, have talked to them. Many of those are pensioners and over the retirement age. They say the plans are actually necessary for the sustainability of the system. Let's move to the, uh, Israel now for this next story. More problems for Benjamin Netanyahu and his government. This is because some fighter pilots are skipping training. Tell us why. 
Yes, Stuart. So these are reserve air pilots, members of the elite unit Squadron 69. They've said they won't train as long as the government continues with its proposed judicial reforms. This news was first broken by Israel's leading newspaper, Haaretz. They say 37 out of 40 in the squadron have said they won't um, they won't train on Wednesday during their planned exercises. The squadron is actually a really important part of the Israeli military. They've taken part in strikes against Syria and Hezbollah in the past. Uh, if we look at the Times of Israel, they say that the country is on the precipice, dangerous danger of entering a death spiral. This opinion piece say that there's only one way to avoid certain catastrophe, and that's to abort the plans to reform the judicial system, which would see the country's courts be stripped of, of power and more power being given to Benjamin Netanyahu. They say this piece, uh, the, in this piece, they say that Netanyahu has to perform a U-turn. It will mean he loses his coalition, but it would save the state. And a change of pace at the end now from Leo. As uh, In the US, a new delicacy is potentially on the cards in the state of Utah. It's not Toblerone, this is it, Leo. It's something else. It's not Toblerone. I would probably <laughs> rather Toblerone to this, I'll be honest with you. The state of Utah are encouraging residents to catch and eat bullfrogs. They're an invasive species there, so this is their solution. Uh, and the Washington Post have a very handy guide on how to catch and eat said bullfrogs. So if you're watching in Utah, listen up. This is how you do it. You only need four things, according to experts. That's the cover of darkness, a headlamp, two hands and some practice. That's all you need. Uh, Utah said that the bonus is that they're especially delicious, which experts have actually said isn't true, and they're just saying that's to try and encourage people to eat them. Uh, I've never had frog's legs. Stuart, you said you've had them once, so I've certainly yes. never had bullfrog. No. Obviously, we're used to it being on the menu here, but obviously never tried bullfrog. Maybe we could do a live taste testing here on France. <laughs> we could do. Yeah, I have had frog's legs. It was a long time ago, and they were quite small, but uh, it does taste a bit like chicken. Everyone says that's the case. And they're right. It's cheaper and easier just to buy a table or a new, I think. Leo, thanks very much, Leo. We're good with the papers for us uh, there on France 24.